Hey, uh, it's it's uh, it's Tuesday. Yes, it is. I'm sweaty. I'm giggly. And we're ready. Irritable dancing room is sweaty and giggly. <laughs> Welcome to Irritable Dad Syndrome, the podcast that takes a licking and keeps on ticking. Now, here are your hosts, Mike and Darren. Hey, everybody. I'm Dick. I'm Mike. It is episode 45, 45. of Irritable Dad Syndrome, and boom. we're very excited to be here for another episode. And there goes Mike with the boom. Right at the start. on the boom right again. Right at the start of the episode. How's everybody doing? We're happy that you're here. So happy that you're listening to another episode. Kind of happy you're here. Yeah, we hit 2,500 Downloads our show. Yeah, another mile marker, another milestone, and we're, we're Mar- a mile, milestone, mile, mile marker, not mile marker. <laughs> <laughs> this show's flinging down the highway yeah. past mile marker twenty five hundred. Exactly. We did it. I know. I know. We totally did. So yeah. we're we're very happy. We're gonna cut to the chase here because we've got a very good rundown of yeah. Of crap I've been to talk told about. by a fan uh-huh. you need to cut the opening. Who told you that? My wife. Oh. <laughs> She said, you, you know, you could lose the first 10 minutes of that last episode. The first episode. 10? Yeah. The first She's like, 10? it takes you guys a while to get going. You're talking about math. You know, because we're always like, it's episode 42. That's half uh, 84. And it's just, That's just the warm-up. That's the... Uh, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But people don't want to hear that. And okay. I, it's kind of like a, a, a sound check. Okay. You know, you go to see the band. You don't go to see them, you know, tuning their guitars. Right. And that's basically that's, what we're that doing. Is that so is true. So this is episode 45. Yes. Um, And here we are, ready to roll. Last year, there was a pandemic. Okay. So <laughs> just what? here. Yeah. Just yeah. right here. Well, well, I think it was more widespread okay. than that. I think it was all over the world. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that it was. So anyway, last year I turned 50. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to have a big blowout in my backyard. I yeah. wanted to have the biggest party that I've ever thrown. And I was going to hire a band. I was going to have my, you know, all my friends who juggle come over and we're going to juggle fire in the backyard. And and 50 is a big deal. It's a big a, deal. A lot of people consider 50 old. Yeah, that's true. But, that's true. But it's I'm 50, just getting warmed up. Yeah, 50 is the new 30. Okay, whatever. Yeah, 50 is the new 49, in my opinion. Okay. So I was going to have a giant blowout. <laughs> we didn't do it because of the COVID. Yeah. Okay. You're being responsible. Yes. And even if I wasn't responsible, yeah. all of my friends are responsible. It's we hard. Were, yeah, it's, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting. It's hard to that's grill what wieners. I'm used to. It's hard to grill wieners and mm-hmm. maintain social distancing. It's true. That is absolutely mm-hmm. true. So we didn't have the party last year. We decided that we were going to have my 50th birthday party a year later. So we had it. Okay. We had it at the backyard. You were okay. there. Yeah. Dave Lay was there. Yeah. My neighbors, Chris and Mary, were there. My other neighbors, Gary and Nancy, were there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason and Aaron Durbin came. L- lots of, uh, surprisingly, a lot of people who were there were fans of the show. Yeah. And they yeah. thought it was like a irritable dad syndrome meet and greet. It, it kind of, at times, it became that's that. That's what it turned into. So. Yeah, for me, it was a weird party atmosphere where mm-hmm. people already knew what I was going to say before I said it. Right. I, I, I would, something would happen. Somebody would uh-huh. say something. I'd be like, that's like the time. And then somebody would say, yeah, it's like the time you threw the, the dog shit <laughs> up in the tree. Right. Yeah, it is exactly <laughs> like that. Yeah. And you, you flung it and you made the sound go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And All then, right, I'm going to go over then, here and get a drink. And then Darren asked how much the dog poop weighed, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's what uh, that's what Jason and Aaron were talking to you about, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I wanted to apologize <laughs> to the people who came to the party <laughs> because I wanted to do something simple. Now I was, you know, going to do like I was, I was going to just like order a, a few pizzas or something, you okay. know. And then I thought, 
Yeah. How about if I borrow a grill from my neighbor, Chris? Your neighbor has a nice grill. He has a charcoal grill. It's okay? a Weber. 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 Uh, a Weber. Yeah. So I was going to make hot dogs, okay? Uh-huh. We're bringing the grill over like four in the afternoon, and my exact quote was, how hard is it to screw up a hot dog? Okay, you can't screw up a hot dog. That's my word for word. You you tried your damnedest. Oh, God. So, Chris, you know, it's like, and I'm talking, and I'm trying very hard to entertain and talk with all of my guests. Okay, I'm trying, and I got caught up in a conversation with you, and then I started talking to Jeff, and then I'm talking to my buddy Greg, and and, and, anyway, so someone is like, are we going to (laughs) eat? Like... (laughs) Yes. Hang on a second. Yeah. So Chris fired up the grill. Now I'm used to a, a propane grill where you t- turn yeah. it on and there it is. Yeah. Right. Charcoal takes a while. Yeah. Okay? It's it's how our forefathers yeah. cook. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So Chris started the grill and I think like 10 or 15 minutes later, mm-hmm. he says, okay, we're ready to go. So what did I do? I took the hot dogs and I put them on the grill. As one would think you do. <laughs> right? Yeah. I turned to grab, start getting the buns out and everything. I went to check on the hot dogs. They are scorched. Yeah. Black. Yeah. I mean, burned. They were burned. So <laughs> a couple so of things. Burned. Those those wieners uh-huh. at your party uh-huh. were the biggest wieners I've ever seen in my jumbo life. Jumbo Franks. They were large. Right. They had girth to them. Yeah. And... You're not kidding. When mm-hmm. you put him down, yeah, I saw you turn because I was watching. I didn't know what you were doing. I was like, yeah. "What is he doing? He's putting yeah. the wieners here, and he's he's yeah. un, he's leaving them unattended." Yeah, and then you turned back around, uh-huh. and you had a look on your face like, "Great, I just screwed up the entire party. I just party. totally ruined the party." So I looked yeah. at what you were looking at, and they were. You're right. They had a. <laughs> They were, it wasn't just scorched. You know, people uh-huh. were thinking like a few scorched. They had like a, a, a shell of scorchedness around them. So my wife, God love her. I love my wife. She comes over and instead of saying, honey, you're screwing up everything with the hot dog. She said, honey, let me help you. And I said, <laughs> okay. Yeah. So she starts working the hot dog. Okay. She puts one on there. Yeah. And like that, it is burned. And we're both struggling, trying yeah. to save. And we ended up throwing like six of them away that were solid black. Yeah. <laughs> just just gone. I, yeah. But I, I, anyway. I should have warned you because I have cooked on a charcoal yeah. um, I don't, grill before. I and am not. I did I can, a steak and yeah. it, it, you flip it and you flip it and you're done. It's like, I'm going to give my family yeah. a disease because yeah. it's not cooked. <laughs> it's cooked. Yeah. You know, it does not yeah. take long. So I'm not used to... A charcoal grill. I'm used to a propane to a gas grill. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but people who came had a good time, and while we were <laughs> while we were sitting, I was talking to I can't remember who I was talking to. Um, that conversation ended when I heard my neighbor say that a woman that she knew went and got a Mexican tummy tuck. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, excuse me? And she starts talking about some woman she knows who went to Mexico for a thing. It's not like a and Boston re- pancake. Re- no, no, no. And I okay. said, I said, well, whatever it is, it sounds like a sex position. Yeah. And then for the next 10 minutes, hey, honey, how about we go home and get a Mexican tummy tuck? Girl, I'm you know? more in the mood for a Cleveland steamer. <laughs> Do-, <laughs> Do the dirty uh, Sanchez, yeah. the rusty trombone. Yeah, Thank I'm going to take this parental warning and put it... Send it back in time to the beginning of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Guadalupe Shrimp Po' Boy Palace. Hi, I'm Dave Lay. 
The sandwiches at Guadalupe's are made from the freshest lettuce, homemade bang-bang sauce, and shrimp caught that day. Mmm, these sandwiches taste so good you'll come back the next day wanting more. With nine locations in the U.S., Canada, and Vermont, there's bound to be one near you somewhere. So check out Guadalupe's Shrimp Po'boy Palace and tell them Dave sent you. Now back to the show. Welcome uh, back. Yeah, so last episode, was it last episode we talked about the Blankety Blank uh, Basketball League of America? Was it last or was it two week? episodes? It was two, it was two weeks two ago. Episodes yeah. ago. Uh, so they had their first, uh, well, not their first game. They had a game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, we go to the game, and something's awry. Uh, the first thing we notice is that the coach is not there. We also noticed that most of the players are not there. Now, uh-huh. I don't know anything about basketball. Right. Ne- I, neither do I. I know that balls are thrown into the air. I know if you get it through the hoop, it's a point. Yeah. And if you're behind a certain line, it's, that's two points. And if you get behind a certain it's line. It's a three point. Yeah. Right. And if it's a foul shot, that's a point. And there's walking. And you can't you can't hit somebody in the face with your, with the, your elbow. <laughs> they frown on that. It's frowned upon. And you can't. It's a walking. You can't yeah. hold. Yeah, I don't know the difference between walking and traveling. I think uh, those are the same thing. I, th- I think it is. This the same is all thing. has nothing okay. to do with the story, right? So they had four people on on Andrew's team. Okay, you need five. Okay, and that's so without, that's without sitting anybody out. So the game is at three. Okay, it's now three oh one. Okay, a dad, and I will say an irritable dad. Ah, uh-huh. not me. Okay, walks across the thing. And talks the, to the floor, the floor, the, the court. Yeah, and talks to the the <laughs> dude that's that's doing the score uh-huh. and the other, you know, the referees and the other coach. And he turns around and yells back across the gym, "What are we doing? We forfeiting this?" Right. And we're all looking, and it's just me, Bess, and then another player's mom. Uh huh. Everyone else had just dropped their kid off and left. And uh, he comes back over, and he says, "Look." They, you know, they, there's only four players. I've done this before, and they're going to get slaughtered, and it's going to be horrible. So maybe we should just forfeit this and go. Uh-huh. And then my wife says, "Well, what do the kids want to do?" And at the same time, I'm agreeing with the guy that maybe we should just end this. So she's the better parent. She's the better person in this story. Uh huh. So I, he goes back, and we found out later he didn't ask the kids anything. It's just that by default, they decided to play. He comes back over and he says, uh, the refs need their money. And I'm, I do, you said, their money. Yeah. You just gave a confused look, like uh, a what the quack look. Right. I gave the same look and I was like, what do you, what do you mean they want their money? I thought you already paid your money. We have to, we have to pay the, he said, we have to pay the refs. And I looked over at Bess and she's looking at me like, you got to pay them. I'm like, why? I thought that's up to them. You know, and then there, there's like, we gotta go, we gotta go, come on, come on, come on. I was like, what? How much do you pay refs? He's like, it's twenty five bucks. Everybody's got a pitch in. I've got like ten or something like that. So I gave him some money. Uh He goes back over, pays the refs. They blow the whistle and the game on. They got they they actually held their own. Andrew's team held their own. Now they had to borrow a player from the other team and they they rotated them. Uh, but they were against a select team. Do you know what a select team is? No. Okay, so you got your teams. Uh huh. Your select teams are like they are select players or something. They're like drafted or something. They're like higher skill. I don't know what this is. It's like it's like a an elevated team. Okay. Okay. It's like you've got your your teams where you pay your money. Is it like you go when you team. get cheese or a select? No, 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 no. Cheese. Well, it's like. <laughs> 
It's like you have to try out for them, and they can say, no, you're not on this team. Okay. They're not, versus, just, versus, they're not just whoever walked in. So they have their game, and, and I thought that our team did pretty well. Coach was never Even there. though you had players playing against, I'm using quote marks, yeah. their own team. They were actually trying. I was impressed by that. They were actually trying against their own team because I, I think they thought it was fun. Okay. Because I would if 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 we were in if we you typically if we were in a podcast battle, uh-huh, we would be united against whoever. You I but, would. But if you, we you, you would turn against me yeah, in a heartbeat. I would. Yeah, yeah. If there if there was like another podcast that didn't have a co-host, I'd right. be like I would absolutely fight against Darren right now with yeah. you. It would be and yeah. I would go for blood. Yeah. I would try to make yeah. you look as stupid as yeah. I could. Ask him about the squirrel and the chipmunk. I would. Yeah. And I would interrupt you so much yes. that you would th- try to throw a pen, but you yeah. can't because they're banned in those kind of competitions. Right, right. Anyway, so we get through we get through that uh, the blankety blank basketball league game. Mm-hmm. We leave. We're still we don't know what happened. We don't at what one was point the score at one. I don't know. It was fifty to thirty something. At one point, our team made a basket and they gave the points to the other team, and like a lady on the on the thing said, "I think they gave the the points to the other team," and her friend said. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay, come on, man. That's not. That's hurtful. I was so proud of Andrew. This is going to be like a non non funny part of the the pocket. I As opposed was to so, the rest of the show. Yeah, this because the rest yeah. of it has been a riot. Yeah, I was so proud of him because he ran his butt off uh-huh. and he really like hammered it and he was pushing hard. So yeah. I mean, they were really trying. I remember this kids ran for when it. Jacob was younger and he was playing soccer and Jacob hated soccer. Okay, and. uh uh, Jacob would play with the net, and he would pick, you know, f- flowers and hey, a butterfly. Yeah. You know, he w- okay. He wasn't in it; wasn't his thing. Yeah. He didn't care. And uh, so, anyway, they're playing a game against uh, uh, the Rockets. I don't know the other team. Uh-huh. Anyway, I mean, they were just murdering us. The score was it's like soccer. Most soccer games end like three to one. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. like 14 to nothing. <laughs> it was a football score, <laughs> you know, and, you know, and there's people on the side, like, call it, throw in the towel. You know, there's this blood on the field. Yeah. <laughs> the coach, after it's over with, whenever all the kids are going for their orange slices, he looks at me and goes, that was a bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this seriously, it was, it might have gotten into the 20s. I don't know, but it was. <laughs> It mm. was ridiculous how many points they scored on us. Yeah. Apparently, so Bess took uh, Andrew to practice uh, last night. Was it last mm-hmm. night? What is today? Tuesday? Last night. And the coach was apologizing profusely. I guess there was a, a, a mis- there was a miscommunication. It wasn't like he was just waking up from a bender. Right. Apparently, he had told them that he was not going to be able to be there and had arranged something, and right. that fell through, and he had no idea. Right. So he's, right. he's off the hook. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So a milestone happened okay. at our house. My oldest son yeah. now has a driver's license. So he can go get you beer. He can, no, actually, he can't go get you beer. He, he can go, like, get you things. He can go get you ice cream. He can go get me some ice cream, yes. He That's, can drive down, buy it, and bring it back. And um, we weren't exactly sure. We, you know, we didn't want to do it. But, 
you know. <laughs> Wait, did you have him go get you ice cream? No. Okay. No. Uh, well, the first night he had his license, he did mm-hmm. go get the pizza. And he was excited out of his mind to drive down again. Oh pizza. yeah, yeah. He, could we could we have him go get us ice cream now? Uh, he's at marching band right now. Yeah. So I'm trying. This is a few weeks ago. Okay. I'm, just, I'm trying to sign him up for his driving test. He's already passed his written test. Yeah. He's already done. I don't know how many. You have to do like four two hour driving sessions. So do they? Did they the not have? School. They don't have driver's ed like they did. You had driver's ed when I you had, were a kid, right? No, I didn't have driver's ed. Really? Yeah. All right. I got yeah. driver's ed stories, but continue. Okay. Yeah. So I'm trying to sign Jacob up yeah. uh, for his actual driving exam. Okay. And the only day they could do it was in mid-July. Yeah. We had to have it done before June 25th because that was a year after he got his... You, I think you had to have it within one year after you get your learner's permit. So I said, yeah, okay, we'll do it in Springfield. I used to work in Dayton. It couldn't be that far away. We're driving up to Springfield. Uh-huh. I put it on the GPS on my phone. It's an hour and six minutes away. <laughs> so we left early. It's a tad longer than what would be considered comfortable driving. Yes. Yeah. We left early. Okay. And ask me, say, Darren, why do you leave early? Why'd you leave early, Darren? I always leave early, Mike. Thank you for asking. Because <laughs> if there's construction. Yeah. If, if Ooh, we you're get in by, Ohio, if there's we, construction. If we get behind an accident. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or if we get lost. Okay. So we're following the GPS, the Mm -hmm. computer. The computer never does anything wrong, right? No. Never. Michael Scott proved that in the office. (laughs) Exactly. So we're driving, driving, driving. We pass. uh, uh, Just, God, we're going like a half hour, 45 minutes. You pass the outlets. Yes, we do. We pass Big Butter Jesus. Uh, Trader's World. Yes, we pass all that. Okay. The Hustler of Hollywood. (laughs) We pass that. (laughs) And we were getting closer and closer. And I'm yeah. like, I was like, hey, buddy, it looks like we're only about 10 minutes away. And he said, yep. okay. So it says, take a right. We took a right. Take another right. We take a right. We're yeah. in this neighborhood. Oh. It says, go two miles. Yeah. We're two miles. There's no more houses. It says, take a right. We're on like a like a back road. You're like a dirt road. Or... Well, not a dirt road, but close. Okay. There's fencing. Yeah. Right? And then there's fields. Yeah. You're starting to think that the hills have eyes. The GPS took us to the middle of a cornfield. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and this is where I I don't get anxious, okay? Okay. But when I'm lost, I do. And I hate more than anything being late for something. Now, I really don't want to be late for this because it's Jacob's driving test. Yeah, you're, and if he messes this, if, if he'll if be he, late by proxy yeah, because if, of you. Exactly. If he doesn't get to this and mm-hmm. misses his driving test and isn't able to do it and is getting his driver's license is screwed up because of this, I'm going to feel like crap. And people are going to laugh at him. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they're going to laugh at him. Yeah. I'm going to feel horrible. Yeah. So, um, I get on Google and yeah. I'm des- I'm frantic, right? We're parked next to a barn and a big <laughs> silo, right? I get on Google and I find uh, uh, I look up Springfield uh, BMV, the Bureau of Motor Vehicles, <laughs> and there's one like four miles away. And okay. I call, nobody's answering. Yeah. So I'm like, just drive to it. They're actually, out. They're out feeding the cows. Exactly. Yeah. I said, actually, switch places with me. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm nervous as, as hell, and I'm white-knuckle driving, trying yeah. to get to the thing. When I got my license back when dinosaurs ruled the earth, yeah. the people where you get your driver's license could not have been meaner. 
Okay, okay. they were just yeah. They didn't want to. They didn't. Put oh up my with god, this, they the jobs. The they were yeah. just moody and grumpy and yeah. bitchy. And what are you doing driving anyway? Yeah, you, you're, yeah. You're Why do there, you want a license? Out there drinking your beers exactly. and listening to your rock musics. Exactly. Yeah. So we get to the to the B and V, and I tell the lady, I said, my son is here to take his driving test. She goes, oh, this isn't where you go, honey. She calls. Everyone, <laughs> she's from the south, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, this is where you take the writing test. You okay. need to go to the other building. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's 45 minutes away. And I was yeah. like, where is it? And she gets up, and she gives me the address, and we put it into the phone. It's two miles away. Okay. So well, you're I, getting closer. Yeah. I yeah. get there. Uh-huh. And I get in, and the guy working the desk, how you doing today, sir? He's very nice. Okay. He couldn't have been nicer. And so I said, we're here to take a driving well, a test. A lot of nice people in Springfield. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I said, my son Jacob needs to take his driving test. And I said, am I in the right place? Oh, absolutely. I said, yeah. we're, we're ready to go. Jacob says, do you have a bathroom I can borrow? Because we've been in the car an hour and a half. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the guy says, no, we don't have public restrooms here. Hmm. And we're like, is there a place, a close place we could go? And he says, well, there's the Sunoco station across the street, a gas station. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So we Sunoco's the been out of business since the <laughs> 80s, I think. I'm, I'm just this, guessing. This one's still open. Okay. This right. one, J- the first thing Jacob probably noticed probably got an was, orange Shasta machine in there. <laughs> well, the first thing Jacob noticed was all it had all kinds of windows, okay. but they were all covered with wanted posters. Oh, boy. <laughs> he's like, he's like. Yeah. These, they're looking for a lot of people wanted for crime. Yeah, I said, yes, they are. Go in there and there's some Jughead comics. And, <laughs> exactly. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we get there uh-huh. and uh, and the bathrooms are on the side yeah. and they're locked. Oh, it's one of those where you got a key you with go, like a landmine attached to you it. You got to go get the key. Yeah. So he opens the door to ask if we could borrow the key. And there is an Indian man. Okay. Okay. A man from India. He's from India. Yes. Okay. Um, he's wearing a flannel shirt. And he has a handlebar mustache. <laughs> and you thought he was in fish. <laughs> I don't know what he thought, but I was just, okay. I have never, it's been a long time since I've seen anybody with a handlebar mustache. You don't I've, see that every no, day. No, you do not. You do not see. Was it I, waxed? Was it waxed? I, I didn't touch it. Okay. <laughs> but you know what I would do if I had a handlebar mustache? I would hang the little monkey, yes. the barrel of monkeys yes. on there. It's the first thing I would do. So Jacob borrows the key and he looks at me like, what's the deal with the mustache? <laughs> he runs and okay. uses the bathroom. Yeah. And, and it's the, the key is attached to a long piece of wood. Yeah, like a baseball bat yeah, like, or, a, or, like, a, or a, a catapult. Yeah. Like who's going to steal a key? To you know, yeah, it's like, hey guys, I stole this key. And guess what? We can pee at that Sudoku station anytime we want. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, so anyway, he he runs it back into the the our Indian friend uh-huh. with the handlebar mustache yes. and the cowboy flannel shirt. And we get back, and he takes his exam, and he passes it. But okay, I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so, <laughs> He's going to be, you know, 70 years old, yeah. and his grandkids are going to be taking this. He says, well, when I took my driving test, <laughs> man had a handlebar mustache. We were yeah. left in the middle of nowhere in the corn silo. And yeah. I was like, can't we do anything? Just Can, can we never just pull up, yeah. do something, get it done, and then go home? Mm. Apparently not. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Love Corn. Made from three simple ingredients, crunchy corn, sunflower oil, and sea salt. 
Love Corn is the perfect party snack for you people who are always on the go. How do you crunch? With Love Corn. That's how. Kids love it, so does Dad, and Mom is obsessed with Love Corn. Look for Love Corn wherever quality snacks are sold. Okay, so I have a story from today, okay. actually, from lunch today. Okay. So, you know, in movies, you'll see, especially in comedies, more so in the 80s, uh, I don't think they do it much now, but but back in the 80s, I'm, the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation is the one that I can think of that did this most recently, where Clark Griswold is talking to somebody and accidentally says something sexual or, or off right, right. He's talking to the lady at the at the shopping for Christmas, uh-huh. and yeah, he's like, yeah. uh, "I'm just blousing, right, you know. Right. I have a log, but not in the sense that you thought thought I said I that right, that type right, of right, thing. Right, right. And that's kind of funny, you know. Mm-hmm. I I've always, I love that movie. It's kind of funny, but I'm like, eh, you know, how how often does it really happen? Okay. Mm-hmm. It's very Hooters in here. Hot. Very yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm at the Chick-fil-A. All right. And I'm going through the drive-thru. Now, I have two Chick-fil-A orders that I make. All right. Okay. Three. I have two. I have one very healthy Chick-fil-A order that I make. When I'm trying to be healthy, but I'm still going to eat Chick-fil-A, that's a Chick-fil-A salad. Uh-huh. And I sometimes get nuggets on top of that. Okay. Those calories are about 800 Seven or eight hundred, everything combined, and uh-huh. I can work that off. Okay. Okay. The next level, when I'm going on a bender, is I get a sandwich and I get the fries and I get nuggets. Middle ground is I get a sandwich and I get nuggets. Okay. So what I order is I want a spicy chicken sandwich and a 12 count nuggets with honey mustard sauce uh-huh. and a large diet Dr. Pepper. Okay. Because Diet Dr. Pepper tastes exactly the same as Dr. Pepper. I think it tastes very but less, close. Less syrupy. And I that's one of the okay. reasons I don't like soda. Okay. I do like diet soda. Okay. So I pull up. The nice lady comes over because they do this thing now where they, they come, they walk up to your car. Uh-huh. And she says, can I help you? And I said, I would like a spicy chicken sandwich and 12 <laughs> nuggets. <laughs> so... So, <coughs> how do you recover from that? I'll you, tell you. you I'll tell you what I did. You back you, your car you, you, out you, and you go home. <laughs> what you do is it was my pleasure. There's there's a couple of options that you have. You can ignore what happened uh-huh. and barrel forward uh-huh. and just blame anything that happens on their inability to hear you correctly. Uh-huh. Because there's always a question: Did you say that, or did uh-huh. they hear you incorrectly? Uh-huh. Is it your problem or their problem? Uh-huh. You can acknowledge the mistake. You can say very maturely, I'm sorry, I meant 12 count, count nuggets. Not 12 Yeah. <laughs> or you can do what I did, uh-huh. which is, I would like 12 <laughs> nuggets. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> God, I want a 12 count nuggets. I'm sorry. I didn't mean <laughs> nuggets. And she's, I, I understand. She's like stopping me. She's like, I understand, just, sir. Just stop. <laughs> Do you still want the honey mustard sauce? Yeah, I'd <laughs> yeah, like the honey yeah. mustard sauce and a diet. You said a diet. Doc. Yeah, I'd like a diet uh-huh. Dr Pepper with the with <laughs> so, the with the sandwich and the <laughs> nuggets. Did the <laughs> nuggets taste like chicken? Hey, that's a joke, son. <laughs> so then, I think I've said before, my Chick Fil A journeys is they have uh-huh. this thing where they want to talk to you. Uh huh. And I almost pulled out a line. I've already paid. Uh-huh. But I didn't want to deal with the guy who looks like uh, Jughead from the Jughead comment. Right. 
come over. Hey, man, I heard you ordered some nuggets. Yeah, I don't want to deal with that. And he he gave. He's like, hey, are you Mike? Yeah, yeah. Getting I'm, little food for lunch, aren't you? Yeah, I'm getting food for lunch. You, That's what I do for lunch. You eat I get things. I get yeah, food. food. Yeah. Uh, at dinner, guess what I'm going to do? Eat I'm going to get food. Yeah. <laughs> Give me my <laughs> nuggets. <laughs> so I get that, and I drive away. We need another duck. Here's the thing. For this we episode. do. We need multiple ducks. Yeah. I'm going to be using the clown squeaky on the. Here's the thing is that when I was in my 20s or 30s, I would have been mortified. I probably would have pulled out. Right. Now, I'm just like, hey, I got a funny story now. Uh, <laughs> as long as it's fodder for the podcast. That's all that matters, yeah. Mike. This portion of Irritable Dad Syndrome is brought to you by Diff Liquid Concentrated Wallpaper Stripper. With its unique enzyme action, Diff dissolves old paste and cuts wallpaper removal time in half. This is Dave Lay. One thing I hate the most is the man trying to tell me what to do. When I'm stripping wallpaper, I take this shit seriously. And the only wallpaper stripper I use is Diff. Anyone who tries to tell me different, quite frankly, can suck it. You can take away my Diff when you pry it from my cold, dead hand. Diff is fast and easy. It was voted best wallpaper stripper four years in a row. So what are you waiting for? Get out there and buy some Diff today. Diff, the only one that really works. We had another... Uh, milestone. Mm-hmm. Our family went to a rock concert together. The, that is awesome. The four of us have never been to a rock All concert. All four of you together. Yes. Yeah. So Libby, Jacob, myself, and my youngest son, Cameron. The only concert Cameron had been to was Weird Al. Okay. Our neighbor, <clears throat> a friend of ours, yeah. uh, were having a, a birthday, uh-huh. and the kid wanted to see Weird Al. And so mm-hmm. they bought tickets, and it's oh, Cameron want to go. So... I've seen Weird Al, uh-huh. but I didn't get to see this particular show with Cameron, okay. and Cameron loved it. He loved the costume yep. changes. He loved all the videos, and yeah. he, he loved everything. Okay. So anyway, we went to see the group Sister Hazel. I have loved them probably since 2000. Oh, they're they're okay. rock, right? They're a ro- they are a rock band okay. from Gainesville, Florida. Right. They have 11 albums. Really? Each one better than the next. Okay. Probably the only song of theirs you'll know was in the 90s. I think it was 97. They did a song called All For You. That's how they got famous. Okay. And their next album was better than that. Their next album was better than their second album. Blah, okay. blah, blah. It just... Yeah. So, in all the years that I've lived in Cincinnati, they've never come to Cincinnati. Okay. Now, opening act is always a grab bag. Okay. You never know if you're going to get a good opening act or if you're going to get... Sometimes you get one that's so bad it's entertaining. <laughs> Sometimes you really like when I saw the Bare Naked Ladies, a group named Guster opened okay. up and they were insane good. And okay. I bought their CD that night and I've been a fan of Guster ever awesome. since. So, awesome. They had a DJ okay. opening up for Sister Hazel. Nice enough guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's not a good start. For He's this doing story. the throwing the wiki, wiki, wiki. Yeah. Wiki, pew, t- so it's just a dude up there with two, literally two, two turntables turn and, and a microphone. microphone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, he's slinging out hits. From the 70s, 80s, yeah. and 90s. We're talking top 40 hits. Okay. Like, so you have some BGs going like, on. Like here. Jack and Diane. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Like the Doobie Brothers. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, uh, um, well, hold on. Is songs this... that you typically wouldn't wiki, wiki, wiki. Well, here's do. the thing. Here's the thing is with typically bands choose opening acts that mesh with their own music. Right. Does this mesh with no. Sister Hazel at all? No. I mean, okay. I, 
I, the, the wiki 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 not really yeah are they the yeah. ones that had like the demon looking guy with an axe no oh that's no. molly hatchet that's molly hatchet yeah okay <laughs> flirting with disaster okay anyway so this guy's up there and he's up there for a solid hour and a half wiki 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 <laughs> with an hour with and a half an hour and a half guy? he he's done with jack and diane he uh-huh. goes a little bit into um you, you shook me all night long okay okay and then he wiki wiki wikis into <laughs> into living on a prayer and the chorus <laughs> comes on and i looked at jacob and i said well crap and he says what i said we're only halfway there man <laughs> <laughs> and jacob says nice Hey, they they started in '94. Yeah, yeah, they're a great band. They're a great band. Okay, so but they're I mean, like post Pearl Jam. Yeah, like in, but still in the grunge era. Yeah. Okay. So, but anyway, this guy again, nice guy. Uh-huh. But the last oh, two no. songs he played were "I'd Really Like to See You Tonight" oh, no. by England Dan and John Ford Coley. England Dan. <laughs> yeah, and I'd really like to see you tonight. Yeah. And. Do it to me one more time by the Captain and Tennille. Oh, okay. God. So you got Captain and Tennille. Wiki, 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 wiki. Do that to me one more time. But never enough. Wiki, wiki, wiki. It's just like. <laughs> and Libby's just about done. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. you know, She's we're, just like, we're, we're all sick wanting Sister Hazel to yeah. play. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We didn't come to hear wiki, wiki, wiki. <laughs> But Sister Hazel came on. Pretty much everybody was at their tables. Okay. And there was like a pit, and the band comes up there and says, because I think it was So it's, that- a, it's like a club. Yeah, it was a club. Okay. We wanted to have the table where we could sit down. Yeah. And he's like, anybody wants to come into the pit, come to the pit. So Jacob and I came down. Yeah. And we're like me to you from yeah. the band. That's we got awesome. great pictures. Yeah. And it was a fantastic time. Awesome. But, you know, if you ever want to hear Captain and Tennille with a wiki, wiki, wiki. I'll have to find the name of this DJ. Yeah, yeah. So the first time I ever saw you two, mm-hmm. this is a brief story. Okay. It was the Pop Mart tour. I don't know if you remember that, but they were they were I love Pop we- Marts. I get the frosted ones with strawberry. <laughs> I also like the brown sugar cinnamon. <laughs> so they now, were this I don't weird- even toast mine. Yeah. I eat them right out of the bag. You gotta eat them raw. Yeah. You gotta eat them raw. raw. <laughs> the, uh- <laughs> That's what my mom says. How do you eat them raw? How do you not eat them it's, raw? It's not, they're not eggs, mom. Yeah. It's a Pop Tart. It's like a piece yeah. of bread. Okay. Anyway, you don't put donuts in the microwave. You eat donuts raw. Same thing. Libby likes to put donuts in the frying pan. I'm done with Libby. All right. Have you tried it? No. And then put a scoop of ice cream on it? That's too much work. It's a donut. The whole point of a donut is to be there and be handy. So you shove it in your mouth and okay. you go on with your life. Right, right, right. So they were going through this phase of like experimental. Techno and whatever, and they had a DJ. I mean, like a really like I think is I think it was Flood, right? And I've I, heard I of know, Flood. I I think Dan Dan's brain is probably exploding if he's listening to this episode because <laughs> I'm getting it wrong. But I think it was Flood. Uh huh. It probably totally wasn't. But it, it set up this whole techno vibe. So then they came out to like a techno thing. They opened the show with a techno thing, and then Edge hits the guitar, mm-hmm. and then it turns into a U two show. Yeah. And then at one point at the end, you're like, what am I seeing? What happened? There's a lemon. There's people with cowboy hats. <laughs> it's clear somebody at some point like in stegosaurus. this. Yeah, somebody it did some wrong drug and, <laughs> and, and 
too many people were asleep at the meeting when they were voting on things. Or maybe it was the right drug. It might have been. I would like to try that. But I will I will posit to you that they course corrected with their next album, which I think is one of your favorite albums, All That You Can't Leave Behind. It is they my kind favorite of went YouTube back album. to yeah. their they kind of went back to the right. they say maybe we don't go with Bono wearing the bubble jacket right. and looking right. like he just took a hit of ecstasy. Exactly, because I can't. You know, one of my favorite parts about all that you can't leave behind is there's uh-huh. no wiki wiki wiki. Yeah, there was a lot of yeah. wiki wiki right before they came out. <laughs> with the, the last show. It's now time for an important public service announcement. If you have trouble reading, seeing road signs, or recognizing faces when people are talking to you, you should consider getting a pair of glasses. Hi, I'm Dave Lay, and I can't see without my glasses. I've worn glasses for years. They're comfortable, and the ladies think they make me look sexy as hell. Most importantly, they help me see things. And without them, I'm about as useless as the tracking button on a VCR. So what are you waiting for? Get a pair of glasses and start seeing stuff today. Now, back to our show. Did you hear? Uh, Bess told me the other day, but... Uh, Hard Rock Cafe. Where's it going to be? Well, I'm, I'm, I the, believe the, it's going to be inside the casino, because Hard uh, Rock Cafe owns the casino. Okay. So I I bet the restaurant where that was previously yeah. uh, Margaritaville... Yeah. Is going to be the Hard Rock Cafe. So I'm going to tell you something about Hard Rock Cafe. Okay. The first time I went to a Hard Rock Cafe was in Acapulco. Okay. Uh, it was a Spanish club. We went on a trip to Mexico. Yeah. They had a bunch of U2 stuff in there. I'm mm-hmm. a freak. Um, but then the the next time I went to my last job, I went to Germany a lot. I was in Munich a lot. Yeah, I remember you. And I went pictures. to the yeah. I, I, every time you probably see every time I was in Germany, you're like I'm sending back pictures from the Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah. So people would laugh at me like you're going all the way to another country and then you're spending your time in a Hard Rock Cafe. Yeah, I want a cheeseburger. Yeah, I want one that's made normally. Yeah. No, I mean, I, they, okay, I like the, the food at the Hard Rock Cafe, and yeah. I like seeing the drumsticks. I like seeing yeah. the guitars. Yeah. I like seeing Prince's jacket. And I like I, seeing Elton John's boots. Yeah, and there's something, there's something that I think is internally very funny mm-hmm. about going all the way to another country yeah. and then going into the most American place you can find. And it doesn't, it doesn't hurt that they have like a huge U2 thing like right when you walk in at right. the top of the thing. Right, right. But, uh, you know, they have burgers like normal. <laughs> I hate to say this, and but people from Germany will agree with me. Uh-huh. Burgers over there taste a lot different than burgers over here. I have never had a bad burger at the Hard Rock Cafe. I have not. So yeah. the burgers at the Hard Rock Cafe there taste mm-hmm. like the burgers at the Hard Rock Cafe here. Yeah. Burgers at other places over there mm-hmm. taste different. And I, re- I will tell you a very quick story. Okay. We went to a burger place. And they treat burgers like it's cuisine. It's weird. Mm-hmm. So in America, you go to the McDonald's. Yeah, I or like somewhere, the McDonald's. And they practically throw a burger at you with the little yellow wrapper, mm-hmm. and you eat it and you enjoy it because yeah. it's good, yeah. but it's not life changing. No. Over there, uh, there's a couple. One of the places I went to get a burger, they had like a toothpick going down through the thing, and they had a ketchup through the burger through the yeah, bun. Yeah, they had a little ketchup thing, but every they don't give you ketchup packets. It's little bottles of ketchup that okay. you dip into. Like it's like, like fan. It's like like if you, like if you're on an airplane, and you order one of the little bottles of uh, of alcohol. Yeah, it's like okay. that with ketchup. Yeah, but it's oh. like it's a little too fancy for what you would expect a burger to be. There was one place I ate a burger there, and mm-hmm. I it, it was the, they made a big deal about the type of meat and all this stuff. You could taste the hoof. <laughs> 
I swear. Because I'm telling the people that I was with, I was like, every bite I take, I can taste what this cow stepped in. Uh-huh. Is that normal? Because I, part of me is thinking, yeah, you're eating a cow. But the other part of me is like, but I shouldn't be tasting the ground that he he or she. I'm sorry, a cow is a she. All I cows are she. Yeah. I shouldn't be tasting the ground that they're walking <laughs> on. Should I? Is that normal? I mean, I understand fish. You you taste a little bit of the sea in uh-huh. a fish. Right. But I've never bitten into a McDonald's burger or I'll, I'll go high class, Red Robin. Oh. I've never bitten into a Red Robin burger and thought, I can taste the ground that this thing was walking on. <clears throat> but there, every time I took a bite, it was very clear, A, mm-hmm. this thing was in a pasture. B, right. this is pretty close to what that pasture tasted like. Uh-huh. And C... There is no soup. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it's grass-fed beef. It was odd. But the whole yeah. point of this yeah. is that every time I went over there, I would go to the Hard Rock Cafe. So I have right. a lot of Hard Rock Cafe Munich stuff. So I'm I kind have, of excited about going to the Cincinnati yeah, yeah. one, but I'm kind of not. Yeah. I'm willing to bet the first thing you see when you walk into the Hard Rock Cafe Cincinnati yeah. is, is a going guitar. to be a Bootsy Collins bass. Why Now, why would that be the first thing I see? Because Bootsy Collins from Parliament Funkadelic lives in Cincinnati. Currently? Yeah. Really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No. Yeah, Bootsy Collins is all about Cincinnati. Bootsy. He was in He was in Delight. Yeah, Groove Gro- is in the heart. Ding 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 ding. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. That guy. Yeah, Bootsy lives in Cincinnati. Yeah, he lives in I could Cincinnati. drive to be in front of his house within 30 minutes. I, well, I th- he he lives in I think you'd probably have to get past a security gate. <laughs> Let's get off track for a second. Okay. Yeah. Years ago, uh I was uh, working the Cincinnati uh, opening day parade, Cincinnati Reds opening day parade. I'm in the back of a Ford truck with the camera, and my only job is to get crowd footage. Okay, uh, the screaming, happy, dancing crowds, and every t- I would turn the camera to the left, everybody would scream. I'd turn the camera to the right, everybody would scream. I would raise fun. my left hand, and, and I would oh, give those yeah. like, "Come on, give it!" And they would yeah. scream even more. And I'm like, yeah. "I have all the power!" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and so they were. They were every time, man. They were just screaming, screaming, screaming. It was awesome. Okay. Well, I found out that the station lost my shot. Okay, my oh, signal. All that stuff. was gone. Okay. Now I recorded all the footage uh-huh. in case, and I thought, well, they can use this later, or I'll use it for something later on. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so I get through the parade. Uh huh. So I found out when you're in a parade, especially the Reds opening day parade. Uh huh. I was in it like 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I'm done. I was like, this is it? I'm yeah. done? I mean, we just cooked right through it. Yeah. I get out and someone called and started yelling at me. They're trying to get you to get the shot in. You need to call back to the station. I'm like, hi, how are you? I called back to the station. They said, yeah, yeah Darren, we need you to send in your signal again. Call us up. And I said, I- I'm I'm done. Yeah. I'm, I'm over with. And they said, okay, well, someone will come and get you. So I'm pissed. Okay. Because I felt like everything I did was for nothing. Okay. And I'm standing there. I got my camera. I got my batteries. I got my my backpack and everything. Yeah. This, and this truck pulls up across the street. And in the back is Bootsy Flippin' Collins. And oh I'm like, crap. oh, my God. Bootzilla. Yeah. And my buddies in Tennessee are big fans. I've been a big fan of Parliament Funkadelic for I don't know how long. So I grabbed all the stuff. And I ran over there. And I'm like... Bootzilla. And he says, what's going on, baby, baby? You know? And shook my hand, and I said, can I please get a picture? And he says, yeah, baby. He calls me baby because he likes me. Yeah. Yeah. His daughter, I think it was his daughter. Okay. uh, Takes, framed it, 
perfectly. Okay. Absolutely framed it perfectly. So I get this picture with Lucy, yeah. and then um, uh, I've got a buddy, Eric. Uh-huh. He plays bass, uh-huh. and I showed him the picture, and he says, "You know, I know his, I know Bootsy's bass player." So Eric took the picture and got it autographed, oh. and that's how I got the Bootsy Collins autograph. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's an awesome. It was story. really cool. So the day ended up being pretty cool. Cool. But that's not why I came. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when the hard rock opens up, it reminded uh-huh. me uh-huh. a long time ago. Yeah. Do you remember Planet Hollywood? I do. <laughs> Used to be every time you went to a, a hard rock cafe, right next door was a Planet Hollywood. Okay. And I was talking to one of the waitresses one time, and they said, yeah, either they designed it this way. Either you eat at the Planet Hollywood and get souvenirs at the hard rock, or you eat at the hard rock and then go over and get a souvenir at the Planet Hollywood, Hollywood and yeah. they 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 help each other out by doing okay. that because I thought I thought why would you park right next to it yeah. and just blatantly be competition but no they okay. really thrived yeah. on each yeah. other yeah. so there was a time where you could get a Planet Hollywood credit card okay and if you get this Planet Hollywood uh, Visa card you know you build up all these credit points or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, you can buy discount merchandise at any Planet Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But the kicker was, if you have this and you go to a Planet Hollywood, you automatically front of the line. No matter how many people, you go to the front of the front, line. Front of what line? What are you talking about? The line to get into the restaurant. Really? Yeah. So people could be waiting there forever. You walk up, you yes. get that car, you, you're just yes. in front of all of them. Yes. My buddy Don and I were at a Planet Hollywood. Uh-huh. And we get there, and the line is... Just uh, like an hour and a yeah. half long. And I walk up and I walk up to the lady. And I said, hello. And I show the. You show him the. I, I put yeah, it right in front of her. She the, goes, oh, no. Um, um, oh, my God. Well, she's going like, to be a riot. Uh, she's, hold, hold on one second. Hold on. <laughs> and she like frantic yeah. runs back and gets somebody. And then she comes back and uh, uh, right this Would way. Slash and Axel Rose come down and guide <laughs> you to your table. No, she, but she got another yeah, person. Yeah. And she says, right this way. Wow. And she walks us over, and we are seated instantly. That's and awesome. And the people in line had this look like, what oh, the hell? Yeah, man. That makes me want to get one now. And we had our food. Yeah. We were eating before like, we walked in, and we thought, who, who would we be behind? Uh-huh. We were eating before this guy even got into line. Oh, my <laughs> so, God. But the funny thing was, the, the, the waitresses... Are you related to anybody famous? Because Brian Adams, <laughs> Brian Adams' cousin, was here yesterday, and he had the Planet Hollywood card. And I told her, I said, "Yeah, I'm Ralph Macchio's brother." <laughs> and she says, "Really? I'm Steve Macchio. <laughs> I'm Steve Macchio." And Don started laughing so hard, yeah, that gave it away. Yeah, but I said, "No, I'm not. I just I got the card like any other normal person would by applying yeah. for it and getting it in the mail." <laughs> The hits just keep on coming. I got a Kroger story. Okay. I love Kroger stories. I know you do. Yeah. Um, I'm walking through Kroger as I do. So Mm -hmm. my route through Kroger's is I start in the produce section because that's before I've decided I'm going to eat a bunch of stuff that's horrible for me. Right. And I think they put it there for that purpose. Nobody's going to go through all of Kroger and then come back and buy fruit. So I get some apples. Right. You know, and that things. And I noticed that this gentleman is standing near the grapes a lot. So, and I've had this question before. I may have even asked this on the podcast before. Why don't they close the grape bags? 
Have you noticed that? Yeah, they're open. They're always open. Yeah. So I see this guy, and he reaches into the great bag, uh-huh. reaches in. He's uh-huh. breaking the plane of the great bag. Yeah. For, uh, that got my attention, first of all. Uh-huh. Like, what are you doing? He pulls out a grape, and he puts it in his old man lips. And so walk with me down this path for a mm-hmm. minute. If you go to put a grape in your mouth, you open your mouth, you probably grip the grape with your teeth, maybe, you know, part of your mouth, and you, you, you eat it. Old man lips are, they look like they're, they're like fish. They go, and they're coming out, and they're like <laughs> slurping all over the grape. It's so weird. It's like... Uh, for, for people listening at home, Mike just made the face that the Simpsons used to make in season one, where their, yeah, their lips like, would go out. It's like Finding Dory, you know, Dory uh-huh. the fish, where right. her lips, when she's talking, they go out like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're all over the grape. When she was talking whale? Yeah. Yeah. They're all over the grape and all over his fingers. And then he goes to the next bag of grapes and reaches in with his licked grape tongue uh-huh. fingers. Okay. And pulls a grape out and then does the same thing. So I stop on my journey through Kroger and I stand there and I watch this man. Continue to do this. Uh huh. He then goes to the cherries. Cherries. If I don't, I don't know if you're a botanist, but <laughs> cherries I, have like a pit. In, inedible. Yeah. They have pits. <laughs> you I don't have, have to be a botanist. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever watched a horror movie where you know something horrible is about to happen and uh-huh. you just avert your eyes? You're like, I've seen enough things in my life. I don't need these images entering into my brain. Right. I averted my eyes because I knew he's about to eat one of these cherries and he's about to chew a pit and spit it. And I don't know where he's going to spit it. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going to happen. So I thought about confronting this guy. Now, mind you, this entire time I've stopped and I'm standing and I'm staring at this guy. Yeah. There's another Kroger employee and she's just like laughing and giggling and like uh, restocking the things on the other side. The, the strawberries and the, the little blueberries, blueberries and all those and the things. Raspberries and the blackberries. So you know where I'm talking about. I do. And all these things. Well, this guy is going through with his lip fingers and slurping these grapes up. I thought about confronting him. Uh-huh. I thought, this will be great for the show uh-huh. if I confront this guy. Right. And I report back the story. Right. Unfortunately, I did not confront him. So we have nothing. We have nothing. <laughs> 20 minutes later. And then what happened, Mike? Nothing. Nothing. Not a damn thing. Nothing. But I just want to tell people, when you buy grapes uh-huh. from the Kroger or mm-hmm. cherries, mm-hmm. wash them profusely. Yeah. Are you telling me that you've never eaten a grape to see if they're sweet? In the store? Yeah. No, you can't do that. Do you? Have you Are done you that? telling me you've never done that? I've never. Never, ever, I've once. never even considered doing that. Well, I you- used to do that all the time. You're like the lip guy. But listen, I would get it and I would take one and I would, it'd be the bag. You'd reach your nasty ass hands into the thing. It's the bag that I'm buying. Okay. Okay. The bag you're buying. I've never bought one. Have I? (laughs) (laughs) I grab one and then I, and then I eat one. I'm like, I'm paying for this. This man ate a grape. Right. From right. every variety of grapes, right, and only bought one of them. Yeah, that's that's. So not he left cool. behind uh, lip-stained grapes all that, through there. That is not cool. Yeah, that is not cool. That story was funnier earlier in the day <laughs> when and- I sent it to you. 
than it was just now. In your defense, in, it was you thought it was funny. I thought it was yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've got to just stop. Okay. And um, I, I meant to talk about this right after I got back from Hilton Head. Okay. But we ran out of time. At our condo where okay. we were staying in Hilton Head. Okay. Uh, there was a pool. All right. And this question popped up in my head mm-hmm. because it made me realize that like at the pool where we go, like at the YMCA, that yes. pool. Why, it, when you have a pool, why are there always 20 tables or 40 tables or however many tables and only two or three umbrellas? <laughs> <laughs> the ratio of umbrella yeah. to table is very narrow yeah. and they need to jack that up. Severely. Well, most people go to the pool uh-huh. because they want to lay there. Uh-huh. And then, okay, so you have your kids that go to the pool and they want to jump around in the pool and splash and pee and thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. And yeah. then you got your uh-huh. most of the adults want to just lay, lay there the sun. and get baked and right. then periodically go in the pool, mm-hmm. splash around and come back and lay there and get right. baked. Right. Then you have the people that don't want to have anything to do with this pool business. Mm-hmm. They're there because they're either with somebody that that forced them to come mm-hmm. or they feel like they should be at the pool because it's summer and it'd be weird if they couldn't say they had at least one pool story. Those people sit under the umbrellas. I'm going to disagree with you on that okay. because you can get a pool, right. a table. Okay. okay. You can get a table at the pool yeah. with an umbrella yeah. and still have room to lay and get some sun. You can okay. do that. Yeah. It's you can a, also take a Lamborghini through the drive-thru at McDonald's, but that's not why people buy Lamborghinis. What, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the reason for going <laughs> is to lay out there and get and get a tan. Right. <laughs> the reason you have a Lamborghini is to speed down the road uh-huh. and or go right. really slow down the beach and give people penis envy. Right. Envy. Right. Right? Yeah, but when you have your Lamborghini and you uh-huh. go through the McDonald's, that's yeah. just a big F you. To all the poor people there. Like, but nah, I got, rang, rang. That's so just because they want some McDonald's. Who are you going to impress at the Aronoff Center? Nobody. Yeah. So you go to the McDonald's with your Lamborghini, which mm-hmm. will really impress all the local yokels. Yeah. But my point is, okay, they can add more umbrellas at the pool. No, they can but do why it. would they do that? Because people like to sit and have some shade and not cook. People, some people, I'm talking, this is a percentage. This is like a law of averages right. thing. Most people mm-hmm. want to lay there and cook or mm-hmm. splash around and pee in the pool. A very small <laughs> percentage of people want to go to the pool and just sit under the shade. I disagree. I, I would like to go to the pool and sit under the shade. Uh huh. All right. We, so, why are you disagreeing with me? Uh, I'm disagreeing with you because jerk. I'm not, we're not most people. <laughs> that, that is true. Let me tell you this. Go and look up. So there were a lot of 80s movies that involved pools in, and beaches. Yeah, in the 80s, yes. Okay, hard bodies. Okay. All right. The, movies like that. How many of people that look like us are in those movies? Percentage-wise. So you got your like bikini and muscle-bound people. Uh-huh. You got your people with kids. You're, and then you got your people look like us. Your dumpy white guys. Dumpy white guys yeah, yeah. who shouldn't be there. Right. So... <laughs> I would say 80 to 90% are the bikini and the muscle-bound people. Mm-hmm. Another 5 to 10% are the people with kids. And that 1%, maybe half a percent, are dumpy white guys. You're talking fiction? A fictional movie? That's not fiction. Hard bodies? <laughs> 
Hard bodies isn't <laughs> fiction. Okay. Okay. All right. Listen, yeah. when you go to the pool, okay, yeah. the minority, uh-huh. the slim minority of is people- Is the dumpy who, white guys. No. No. Yes. No, 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 no. It is. No. There are way- Yes, it is. There are way more people who look like me than look like okay. the hard bodies. There are people who should never disrobe in public. There are a lot more people who should not be disrobing who do disrobe. Well, but you and I are an elite. Yeah. Or, or in the elite- <laughs> Let me let me put it to you this way. Okay. There's a lot of people in the army. Mm-hmm. There's very few green berets. Okay. There's a lot of people in the navy. There's very few navy seals. Uh-huh. There's a lot of people that are in that class of people that should not be disrobing uh-huh. around in public in yeah. the daylight. Yeah. And then you have the people who are professional. I should not be seen <laughs> without a shirt or disrobed in public. That's us. Okay. The few the proud. The proud. The dumpy. Yeah. The dumpy. <laughs> I'm in this weird phase in my life mm-hmm. where I want to be in shape. Mm-hmm. I remember being in shape. But then I also think it's funny that I'm not. Hence, I don't know. Our, our loyal listeners will know that I currently own a SpongeBob SquarePants onesie. Yes. That is extremely unflattering. <laughs> I mean, it's very unflattering. I don't look good in it uh-huh. at all. I look so bad. I look, dude. You know, Ryan it's like a, Reynolds could wear that. It's the shark. And he would not look good. Yeah, in that. it's the Sharknado of onesies. It's so it, bad. It's yeah, good. It, yeah. it, like it, it, I'm going to disagree with you. It go, does like a 180, 360 <laughs> uh-huh. thing. You can't deny that we are in that minority uh-huh. of people, and the the white dumpy guy minority of group. So they don't cater to us. Mm-hmm. So the umbrellas. That's what we want. We want to go. And sit by the pool, mm-hmm. have a nice cool drink, maybe one with a, a umbrella hanging out of it, mm-hmm. and then either watch the kids frolic, watch our kids frolic in the pool, or read a book or do other dumpy white guy stuff. Mm-hmm. But my, we're not out there flexing. My thing is, yeah. they should have more umbrellas for so that you don't have to get there at seven in the morning. Yeah, so that you can sit under an umbrella. Yeah, because it's still hot. Yeah, you know you're in the shade and you're trying not to get the skin cancer. Yeah, so all I'm asking is for more umbrellas. Okay. On our way back from Hilton Head, we stopped at a, a rest area. Yep. And I noticed something. Okay. This wasn't called a rest area; they called it a welcome center. Yeah. When did they start calling rest areas welcome centers? They started doing that a while ago. Yeah, I feel like Jerry. When did they stop calling them? Where? Yeah. It, you know, we got in there, yeah. and there was nobody there to welcome us. <laughs> okay, usually it's like, you know, someone says, hi, yeah. here, have some ice water, or somebody hugs you, or welcome yeah. to Kentucky. No, nobody yeah. was there to welcome us, but it's a welcome center. Yeah. So I if, mean, they have like that thing with like little pamphlets, come see the pyramids, and come see the racist turtles, the, the, or the whatever. Great, the great pyramids of Kentucky. <laughs> yeah. The racist turtles? Yeah. The racist turtles. Yeah. <laughs> As opposed to the more non-racist, non-racist turtles, turtles, the more uh, the more liberal turtles. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I'm going to ask one question real quick, okay? And then we're gonna we're gonna close it out here, okay? Uh, a fan of the show, Jim Timmerman, yes, planking with Jim, yeah. I think he wants to be on staff because okay. he sent me five. We should have him on the show. Yeah, we should. Yeah, all right. He sent me five uh, suggestions t- tonight, <laughs> but <clears throat> we're going to uh, ask the question. He wants to know what each of us have. On our bucket list. Okay. And I don't know if we discussed this or not. We haven't. I haven't even thought about it, but I have some answers but, but already. But for me, uh-huh. I think outside of meeting David Letterman, 
I would okay. love to meet David Letterman. Okay. Uh, th- as far as actually something to do, I know people would like to go skydiving or see the pyramids or okay. or uh, backpack across Europe or something. Uh-huh. I would love to do a voice for a cartoon. Okay. I would love to be a cartoon character. I think you would do good. I don't need. I don't care if it's two yeah. lines. I, you know, John Ratzenberger has been in every single Pixar, Pixar film. Yeah. Every one of them. You uh-huh. know? And some of them, he has like four lines. In like, hey, uh, sorry, Mr. Fredrickson. Yeah. Yeah, okay. John Ratzenberger, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And Wally. He's yeah. like the one of the dumpy guys exactly. on the ship. Exactly. Yeah. He's the, the guy that falls for that uh, yeah. lady. Yeah. 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 So, but I would love, love to do a voice. Yeah. Or cartoon, whether it's the whether it's the dog, whether it's the old whether it's the old man who can't find his way to you know, yeah. it doesn't matter. Okay. I would do anything. There's a lot of places I would like to go. I'd love to go to Australia. So yeah, you so I was excited when you, you told yep. me you've been to Australia. Yep. I would like Libby to go and I went there. to Australia for our honeymoon. Here's the deal. So I would have to be famous for this to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't know that this is ever gonna happen. But one of the big drives to be famous, I think, would be to meet other famous people mm-hmm. and see what that's like. So, like, you know, Letterman and Conan O'Brien, you know, like talk show hosts, they like meet these people and, yeah. and talk to these people all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would love to be in a situation where you're like hanging out and seeing these people because I see like, uh, was it John Krasinski? Krasinski? Yeah. Was not. And then he is. And same thing with Aaron Paul. You've seen the the... The video of Aaron Paul winning or being on, on the uh, Price is Right, Price is Right, yes. and now he's like hobnobbing. But you can see that he's yeah. like still like all excited and think yes. that's kind of cool. Yes. So I would like to throw out some of these stories and test some of this material with like somebody who's famous. So this this look of where the hell are you going with this? Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that coming from like Al Pacino. Yeah. Like what the hell is the point of this story that you're telling me or whatever? Right. Or I'd like the opportunity to say, uh, hey, when I was a kid, uh, like. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. So we, I've been talking about the Rocky movies, about yeah. watching Rocky movies with my kid. When I was younger, I didn't like appreciate him that much. Like now that I'm getting older, the older I get, I don't know what the hell it is. I'm thinking he's a better actor. I don't know if I if my appreciation he gotten, of them he, he has, has gotten, gotten better at acting over the or years. what the hell it is. But right. I would love to just have a conversation with him or, or some of those other people. So that would be on my bucket list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Terrible answer. <laughs> And go to space. And go, and go to space. <laughs> yeah. Kind of buried the lead on that. You know one. what? If if I met Matt Damon on Mars, uh-huh. that would be meeting a famous person and, and being going in to space. space. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. We should do the podcast from Mars. Yeah. When he's out there making his poop potatoes, yeah. I could just yeah. hang out with him. I like that movie. I thought The Martian was a really movie. good movie. Yeah. I'm probably going to watch it after you leave. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we're going to wrap this episode up. We were happy that you sat through all of this one. Um, <laughs> we want to remind you to go to irritabledadsyndrome.com and yeah. check this out. You can become, uh, we've mentioned this before, become a Patreon. Yeah. And we have someone who likes our show so much, they decided the, to the, join the loyalty, the loyalty merch thing yeah. and, and shell out $35 a month. And this person who has become our our loyalty rewards member is going to get all kinds of super cool bonus content that people who just regularly listen to the show. Like what uh, we're going to record right after this. Exactly. We're going to record a bonus episode right right after this. So And we we have to design merch for this bastard. Yeah. (laughs) 
bastards. Okay. People, yes. Yeah, these bastards. Yes, we have for, to design merch for them. Exactly. So yeah. if you want to join our loyalty uh, program, you can do that. And you'll get all kinds of cool uh, merch and uh, bonus content that you don't normally hear. So yeah, that's the thing. So you get cool like merch, like T-shirts and mugs and things like that. So we have to design those things. But also bonus audio, like we're going to do this bonus podcast right after this. Mm -hmm. So it's like yeah. a whole different thing. Yeah. It's going to be cool. Um, that might be funny versus Maybe. this episode. It might not so be. You, yeah, it right. might not be. You know what? Yeah. It. You might walk away from the bonus podcast and say, well, I learned something. I might. I've noticed a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of like three minute and five minute podcasts. Uh -huh. How can they get away with that? Do whatever maybe, they want. Maybe we try it one yeah. of these weeks. So. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for listening. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter. It's Instagram. And Facebook. That's why I said. And uh, go to irritabledadcenter.com and you can listen to all our previous episodes. You can check out merchandise. You can see cool pictures. We're going to post new pictures on Nude? our site. New pictures. New pictures. Okay. Yeah, because we uh, have new pictures of me, Mike, and Dave Lay standing together for the very first time. Yep. That's coming to our website. So, yes. And we'll see you next time on Irritable Dad Syndrome. This concludes another episode of Irritable Dad Syndrome. If you have a question you would like answered on our next episode, drop us a line on our Facebook page, Twitter, or Instagram. Take care and drive safely.